about our father's business. Crime mode. Filled with this holy spirit. That's a cheat code. Holiness the standard. We never fold. We about to make a scene. Episode. About our father's business. Yo, yo, yo. We are back again. And we have uh, some a new person in here. The person that does that great thing, the uh, Money Minute. My wife, my queen to be, my queen, Miss C, Miss Crystal Morris, a.k.a. C. Mickey. What it do, my <laughs> wife? What it do, my wife? Hey, baby. <laughs> anyway, so Robert Dean won't be with us tonight. My brother Rob got some family stuff he got to do, but it's going to be all good. He'll be back soon. What's yep. up? What it do? Speak to us. We want to say uh, y'all make my wife feel love, make her feel happy. Up here, say what up, everybody on Facebook. I'm trying to get on here so I can host a watch party. Yeah, it's all good. I got to figure out how to do it without the volume coming in. So, yep, here we Ms. go. Miss House, hello, Miss House. Oh, Lowell, Lowell, watch it. Thank you. Uh, she said hello, Miss Mars. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for joining. Oh, somebody over there going to mute their phone. I'm sorry. Okay, there we go. Y'all don't be offended. She a little rookie, but you know. <laughs> It's my rookie. <laughs> so, as we do for every guest and every special person we have on here, we give her a. A big salute. A big salute. <laughs> Nigel Washington, what's good, brother? What's good? What's good? How's everybody doing on this good additional quarantine Thursday? Is, are we still in quarantine? I don't know. We 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 kind of in quarantine. We we probably need to be in quarantine, but we be acting like we free, <laughs> folks. And went out there on beaches. It be shoulder to shoulder, neck to neck, no masks and whatever. And y'all going man, Rona coming back like a bad like a bad uh bad relationship, <laughs> like a bad boyfriend or a bad girlfriend, mm-hmm. or like or like a pimple. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you what's up, MKJ. He say, "What's good, Mars family? What's good, brother?" Hey, little bro, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are gonna get this thing. What you say, babe? I say, everybody, thank y'all for joining in. All the people on my watch party and on the live. Thank you. Who so on there? Who there? Shout them out. Shout them out. I can't tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to everybody on my wife's watch party. We appreciate y'all watching. Thank you for coming back. Look, first of all, before we even get started. If you're on here watching, find not the same podcast from wherever you're viewing. So if you're on Facebook, find our page. Give us a follow. Give us a like. If you enjoy the show, we need your support. You know what I'm saying? We need your support. We need your support in the building. You know what I mean? So in the building. That's what people say. I ain't, we, I, I'm seasoned, baby. I'm seasoned. And I say some of these seasoned sayings. <laughs> YouTube, Instagram, yeah. we need your support find, yeah. find us on there not the same podcast also you can go to www not the same podcast hold on, let me pop it up like this like boom www not the same podcast.com follow us on there we need your support we need followers because we are not going to cheat the game and buy followers and get the chinese bot we ain't with that nothing against the chinese people but we ain't gonna buy your bot <laughs> real people in the bed, just like like just like we got these real posts. Rob says she almost got me. Yeah, <laughs> 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 in the virtual building. That's right, MKJ. We in the virtual building. What it, in right. the virtual building? Right. So, 
we gonna get started hold on, hold on. See, we got some new stuff see we had it for rob we gonna get it for when rob come back we got this new stuff the very first segment called the yeah the cha segment let's get it let's get it you ready i'm ready first topic that we gonna have before we start i got something okay y'all had that fire lady okay i will say y'all had that i don't know if anybody tuned in last week if you didn't go you you should have you should have watched it he came with that piece i was in the kitchen listening like oh Oh, all right. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. See y'all. See y'all. This this is uh, it is uh. Oh, Miss House says it's very bad in Texas where I live. I believe it. Yeah. See, it was the numbers was real low in Texas at first, and all all throughout the South, you know. And then all of a sudden, they just like, okay, ain't nothing popping, and we gonna open everything up, and that thing been skyrocketing like the uh like the tax rate. You know what I mean? It's just been- <laughs> <laughs> that thing been skyrocketing quick so we got to be careful put your mask on like i said last week don't wear your mask like this where your nose is hanging out put your mask over your nose you got to understand the proper mask etiquette if i had a mask close i would put it on but you know some of you people are putting your socks on your face whatever do what you got to do but you know don't don't spit on c michael or c mickey please don't please don't give me six feet you know what, what I'm saying? I, what I don't understand is, yeah, why do people want to argue with you about not wearing a mask? People feel like you're taking away their rights by asking them to wear a mask, but you're trying to save your life. Put people, the mask on, right? And then the crazy part, I bet if social media was around when they start making you wear a seatbelt, it would be like you taking away my civil right, but. When you fly out that window and you bust your head wide open to the white meat, I'm trying to tell you. What about your civil right then? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't want nobody to get the nasty rona. So <laughs> wash your hands, wash your tail, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, please oh, put a mask on. Oh. You know what I mean? But like my brother Rob has said plenty of times, make sure you brush your teeth. And got some gum in your mouth because whatever that's in your breath coming right back in that nose when you got that mask on. Yes. No, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. They ain't paid for no sponsorship. So we just say gum. Yeah, green, green gum. They ain't they ain't paid. They can pay for a sponsorship. <laughs> anyway, back to the CHA segment. So one of the questions of the day is this. We need or it need to be an onus on getting your business straight. Now, Rob submitted this topic for me, even though he's not here. He submitted this topic, like, in the sense of sometimes you're not able to move into some of the places that you want to as an artist if your business ain't straight. Amen. Example. So, for some gigs, (laughs) you silly. Anybody, it's, anyway, I ain't going to even say where the amen come from. My old church, brother. My old church, Grace Christian Fellowship in Memphis, Tennessee. Brother Royster Jones. Jones used to say, Amen. Like, amen. what? Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, di- we digress. Anyway, <laughs> so say you want to get booked by a big tour. For example, like, uh, what's the big tour go around everywhere? Uh, Lord, somebody hit me. What's the big tour where? And uh, Stephen Malcolm was on this tour. And he got very popular off this big tour to go around. And I know across the world. And I can't you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, 
say you want to be booked on a big tour. If your tax representation ain't right, they ain't going to be able to pay you to be on that tour. Right? That's so, right. for example, I put it like this. You remember when they was passing out those uh, uh, those checks? What we call them? Check? Yeah, Winter Jam, uh, MKJ. You're right. So, yeah. So, like, for Winter Jam, right? Remember when we was getting them stimulus payments? Mm-hmm. And some people like, man, I ain't got my payment. And them folks that saw my, I ain't got my payment are the ones that never got their taxes together, right? Oh. Right. So if you ain't filed your taxes and got your tax situation right, they can't pay you. So oh, y'all put this. About this okay, go ahead, baby. Go ahead. Get no, them. Get them. No. <laughs> get them. Get them. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> get on my nerves i always want the handout and not wanting to take the steps to do what they need to do to get their business in order to get yeah. their business and their personal taxes filed right to get their business licensure in order to get their patents their trademarks their copyrights if this is going to be mm-hmm. your art i mean your or your craft do what you need to do to have yourself in position to succeed because opportunity right. favors the prepared mind don't wait till the opportunity come and then you mad because this person was able to get ahead of you now you had the same opportunity they did you just didn't have your affairs in order. so do what y'all need to do so <laughs> facts on facts on facts hold on before i even go before we go on this mkj see what mkj said little bro mm-hmm. yeah we love you we love you too bro facts so look you got to have your business straight because, like, some blessings you can't even walk into without your business straight. Like, the greatest example, like I said earlier, was a stimulus payment. You couldn't get your stimulus payment if your stuff wasn't together. Or you know what I'm saying? Loan, a PPP loan, that Paycheck Protection Program loan, you couldn't get it if your, you had to file your taxes on your business. If you always are uh, hustling backwards right, and you doing what you got to do, but you're not filing taxes on anything, you don't have a legitimized business right they don't even recognize you so you can't even get the money so i mean and listen and especially for you know even if you're just an artist like me you know that i do music part-time i have a job and my wife is happy about this she's she, she actually I'm on the show right now look and you know my homeboy gabe gabe uh gabriel parker used to have this shirt called christian rapper get a job but I ain't gonna knock all that. You know, some people uh create uh what they call creatives, and they can be be able to make money. But especially if you're gonna do this full time, get your business straight. Yes. I learned that the best from a brother named Minister Doctor Was Dead. Yes. He told me so much about getting your business, and also Larry Rogers too. Both of them would tell me so much about get your business straight, do things in this certain way, especially if you're gonna do this full time. You don't need to be letting no money go away. You know, uh, what's that website? Unclaimed money, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's how it's going to be. Unclaimed artist dues, you know, stuff you ain't getting if you're not having your stuff together. So I think it's very important to get your business scraped with a C. Get your business scraped as an artist. So let me ask you this. Okay. And I know the answer to this, so I feel like I know what you're going to say because we've been doing this for a long time many people don't know longer than a lot long enough for somebody to drive a car but keep going <laughs> bless it god bless bless it. bless, bless it. married for 
a long time. Just going through the point. They're going through the point. God is faithful. <laughs> what is the first thing that a person needs to do? You say, you know what? I want to get my stuff together. I'm going to get my business together. What do you think is the first thing a person needs to do? Or give me the top three things that a person, you say, okay, get your business together, get your business together. All right, that's great and fine, but what do they need to do? So as an artist, number one, become a business. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is. So if you're an artist on a label and you got your label, uh, that way records or whatever, you know, and you say, I'm doing everything through that way records. And, you know, we're doing it, we're doing it, we're doing it. Okay, say Capital Records come to try to sign you. They're not going to sign you under that way records if that way records is not an official business, which means that's less money that could go to you. Mm-hmm. So make yourself an official business and you be an artist as a part of that business. Okay, right? number one. What's number two? Number two, business wise, maybe get a bank account okay. for your business. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because if somebody give you a check and it's you know and it's written out to my government name, Chris Mars. No, if they give me a check and it's written out to C. Michael, I should be putting in an account that say Chris Mars. Because mm. it's separated, right? Mm-hmm. So Chris Mars take care of Crystal Mars. C. Mm-hmm. Michael supposed to take care of C. Michael. If C. Michael is doing well, C. Michael. Take care of Crystal Mars too. Don't get twisted. Hold on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a reluctant yeah, but yeah, this is fact. This is fact. This is fact. But uh, let's see. Rob says, I fry your chicken. Yeah, next thing, what Rob said, this is facts. Sign up for BMI ASCAP for copyrights. There Big facts, bro. Big, Big facts. That's the that's the next thing. So you can get paid for your because say you get a song that blow off most. I mean, blow off. You get a song that blow up, right? Most people that have a song that blow up never expected to blow up. Mm-hmm. So they go from doing okay to boom. All of a sudden, it blew way up. Mm-hmm. And if they business wasn't together, then they lost all that money. Like I heard, what's that chick name? Uh, she's secular rapper, and she always she's tall, and she always made the stallion, right? So made the stallion became super super popular, and she signed to a label by an old baseball player or something, and she signed a bad deal. So she is getting all type of money, or she should be getting all type of money. But she ain't ain't getting it because she signed a bad deal. Now, she had no idea that she was going to blow. She had no idea. Like everybody is a rapper say, oh, yeah, I'm going to blow, I'm going to blow, I'm going to blow. But they're not always preparing themselves and lining themselves up to be ready when you blow. Right. Right. And like I am a rapper. I don't think I ever blew. I did. okay. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still going. But I was ready. Okay, I blew up for you. Hey, man, I I am your uh, number one. You can't. This ain't that type of show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andrew Peters. Hey, you Peters. Yes. Now you yes. No yes. Yeah. Rob, do not miss no more shows, brother. Please. No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, so most people they they're not set up for it. But you never expect it. You never expect that. Expect that quick blow up, right? Mm-hmm. And if you ain't or the quick glow up, as they say now, right? But when that glow up happens, you got to be ready because if you're not ready, you're losing all kind of money. That's right. Because in the music business, people get money through shows, one of the biggest things, yep. merch. That's another thing you need there to get together. Mm-hmm. Shows, merch, and then royalties, right? Mm-hmm. And 
depending on the type of artist you artist you are, it may be in a different order. For some artists, like a Flame, he's getting a whole lot of royalties. Mm-hmm. Flame been around a long time. He's been very successful. He was with Cross Movie. He got his own label. He has huge mega placements. He was on that show. I forgot the name of that show, but Flame is doing well, right? Mm-hmm. But you can do well as an independent artist that working that's you know working a job or whatever. You can still be getting royalty checks. I get some royalty checks. They small, hey, but I get them. I get them. <laughs> know what I mean? The job is that if you aren't in a position to where the money that you're making from your gift is enough to support your family, yeah, go ahead and do that to create the security for your wife and for your children. Because you want insurance benefits, you want retirement yes. benefits, and that doesn't mean that where you are right now is where you're gonna be for forever. But at least create a foundation and create some kind of source for you to, you know, fund your craft or your habit or hobby or whatever it is that you want to. This call goes it. right along with what Brother Nigel said. Look at that, babe. I wasn't gonna say nothing. I was gonna let you see. You know, <laughs> that spoke to my heart. <laughs> he is exactly right but knowing about financial literacy not knowing about financial literacy as nigel washington said will hurt you yes, and it's yes. very important a lot of people that's winning right now in the music industry is not so much people on labels but it's people that got their business mind yes. because streaming has leveled the playing playing field number one ain't nobody getting big bread on streaming you can do a million on streaming and get about a thousand dollars think about problem. that don't that hurt your soul yes <laughs> And here, here's a lie that the industry tells you. A lie is that, yo, CDs don't sell no more. That's a lie from the devil. Any any artist on here watching me, you know, if you do a show, people buy your CD. And then they're going to put it in their computer <laughs> and then play it digitally. But they buy the CD. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Hood and Numbers right quick. <laughs> Streaming, right? Each song, you get like what? 30? 40 cents or something 25 like that. Cents, something like that. Mm-hmm. A CD you sell at a show, you get ten dollars, maybe yep. fifteen, twenty, thirty cent, ten dollars. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know what I mean. So I think you should do both. You know, I agree with you, MKJ. CDs forever. Yes, they're very necessary. I think to be very effective. Now you need to have CDs and stream. Right. Best of both worlds. Pond. Yep. Shout out to my wife. Show best of both worlds. You know. I, some dumb reason uh Ron Kelly and Jay-Z song popped in my head. You know, we what in the world is happening? Stop. Let's go. I, need, I need to have a no plug. No. <laughs> no Say what? Yeah, stop that. <laughs> I'm telling my own self. You know what I mean? You spoke on something though when you said that you know having your CDs and your streaming, because there's multiple streams of income. Yeah always want to have that you never want to put all your eggs in one basket so if you have a job that's right like there's nothing wrong with you working a job working yep. a nine to five seven to three whatever it is to take care of your family and then having a gift or a talent that you work on too everybody has something as a gift that's none good. of us are giftless god gives us gifts yeah, you can either you can do some hair, you can do some braids, you can That's right. you know how to draw, you can do some graphics, you can do something, That's and right. you can learn anything from YouTube. <laughs> and I am not kidding. I learned how to shoot videos, YouTube, mm-hmm. learn how to master music, YouTube. Know what I'm saying? I learned how to work this. What I'm on, what me and Crystal on right now, on what 
guess what? YouTube. You can learn anything on YouTube and you can turn it into something that can make you money. Now, obviously, you're going to need a main job to give you a main check every week. But then some of this side money, you know, a couple hundred over here, Mm -hmm. $50 over here. You know what I'm saying? 200 over here. That 200 hit a whole lot different when you already got a regular check. That's right. That That 200 be like, oh, my God, it's only 200 when you ain't got no regular check. Which brings me, this is not even on the list, but it just popped up in my head. Like, you know how sometimes we as artists, because I know a lot of artists watch this show, and you see artists that may be charging fifteen hundred, but they drive a car that, that costs fifteen hundred. Like, come on, bro. Like, number one, if you're doing this for the Lord, now I think you are worth your hires. Somebody mm-hmm. should pay you. They should do mm-hmm. something. And I think a lot of artists is worth a whole lot, but. Mm-hmm. When it comes to charging for shows, I always try to be led by the Holy Spirit because yeah. I ain't trying to bankrupt the church. That's the answer. Just to me thousand. to come rap. What you say, babe? I said that's the answer to a thousand questions. Being be led. Yep. You gotta be led. You know what I'm saying? Because like a lot of times we we had that high rate, be like, man, I ain't got no shows. I'm, but you charge the fifteen hundred. You got a. And, and you, you ain't got, got no track record. Budget, uh, champagne taste with a Kool Aid budget. Stop it! Mm. Stop it! <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm so tired of trash. Let me start. Let me back it up. Help a Lord. Help a Jesus. Okay. So I'm I'm so tired. Put on politically correct. Okay. I don't like (laughs) when artists don't take the time to invest in their craft. And when I say invest in their craft, not just saying, oh, yeah, my song tight to you is tight. Right. But you ain't right. invested in your stage presence. You mm-hmm. have invested in your mixing and your math. Talk to him. Talk oh, to him. MG. Yep. <laughs> well, very important. Now, you know, there's always this thing of with any artist, especially someone that's starting out, mm-hmm. I don't have enough money for that. Do this is my philosophy. Do the best you can with your budget mm-hmm. while you at that level. Right. And every time you go up, the music should go up, right? So right. you get a raise of your job, and you go from making, you know, five hundred a week. Now you making six fifty. Okay, well, that uh twenty dollar master need to turn into about a fifty five sixty dollar master. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. The studio you was going to in the basement, maybe you need to go. Maybe you can go to a professional one now. You got a little bit of extra income, steady you know leveling up. Do more anyway, I didn't mean to cut you out, but people should be able to do more anyway because. Some people are still putting out albums, but a lot of folks are just putting out EPs. They're just or putting singles. Out singles. So, yep, yep. Right. You should be able to focus on that single and make it and make it great. Now, I will say perfection is a killer of great mm-hmm. art. So they gotta be perfect, but just like you said, perfectionism. So just yeah. do the best you could do with what you have. Anyway, yep. we'll talk about it forever. We will. So we about to go to well the last part because I want to be true to what my brother had on there. Okay. Indie or to not be indie, we're gonna talk about this for a few seconds. And what we mean by that? Do you stay independent or do you get signed? Now I'm gonna give you my opinion on this. Okay. To everybody in our listen in our looky looky world, I see y'all. <laughs> I'm kidding. My opinion on is right now I don't see the reason for you to be signed. Seriously, okay. it, it, if if you're able to generate a budget, right? If you, now, if you're, if you're young and you're not really able to generate a budget, I understand that. 
But if you're able to get your business straight and get all your paperwork straight, independent, then you got all your own masters. You got all your own royalties. Everything's going to you. Now, if you don't now, one thing a label can definitely help you with is like connects, mm -hmm. but you can get them too over time. You just got to be patient. You got to reach out and like try to really genuinely build with other artists, you know, and don't just build like, hey, I do rap, uh, be on my CD. I'm talking about like really get to try to know somebody. And, it, you know, it has to be authentic. Right. But in my opinion, I don't think you you shouldn't have to at this point. Unless, put it this way, labels are signing movements. They're not signing mm -hmm. islands. And what I mean by that, they want somebody already got a following. You know what I'm saying? They already got about 1,500 or 1,000 on uh, Instagram followers. They already got some Twitter people. They already released a couple of projects on their own because they don't want to have to put in all that work. Right. <laughs> you already got everything. They want to be able to just drop some money in the bucket, give you a couple of connects, give you a couple of good features, and get you rolling. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a prime example is an artist named Stephen Malcolm. If you remember, babe, we was with him in uh in Annapolis. He what we didn't know he was signed at the time. And the craziest thing is he opened for me. <laughs> and then a couple of later, couple of months later, he was on Winter Jam. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And uh and I, I had no idea. He was a humble brother. He was a nice young man. Mm -hmm. And his his career went real, real quick. That's right. But you best believe he had his stuff together, though. That's he had a nice CD pay table, remember? He had all this stuff together. He was selling his product. He had a very, very good live show. Mm -hmm. Very good live show. But he you know what I mean? He invested in himself and yeah. holistically, not just in one aspect, but he invested holistically. So he looked at his stage presence, he looked at his the content of his album, his target audience, and his mixing and mastering, all of that stuff. Was on point. It, it, yeah, it was on point. And I think that you're right in regards to whether being indie or not indie, I'm always an advocate for entrepreneurship. And not being signed is a form of entrepreneurship. But anybody who knows anything about running a business knows that it's hard. It's the hardest thing that you'll ever do. It's the hardest yeah. work you know that you will ever do it's easy to be signed with another company but just know you're not going to get all of those profits and i liken it to having somebody to help you clean your house should you invest in somebody to help you clean your house you clean your own house but there's a place for that so it's yes. nothing wrong with help having somebody to help you particularly if it allows you to do other things and you know how to navigate that and leverage that assistance that's the key that was a freebie knowing say it again to, say that again for the people in the back knowing how to leverage that and not just being completely dependent on yeah. that um uh, uh whoever that company or that whoever it is that signed you what are you going to do to create additional streams of income for yourself is it going to be that merch is it going to be whatever else i mean that you have that is it going to be endorsements or do you right. think you, oh, i'll wait to the sports section never mind i almost, I almost jumped ahead i'm sorry i agree <laughs> it's all good so that was a very good point so like we said it's um uh, if you can sign a deal i say sign a deal but have your paperwork together yeah. have your business together if you ain't got your business together sign the deal may not be the greatest option and you should work and get your stuff together and do independent. But I always say this independent. You keep all your profits. Remember that you keep everything because right. it all comes to you. Everything comes to your name. And that's something you got to think about. 
But we're going to move on to this next okay. segment. But before we do, we're going to play this song leverage called Recognize. What you say, babe? What you say? Leverage, leverage, leverage. Leverage, leverage, If you're going to get signed, leverage mm-hmm. that. Set it to create a larger platform for yourself so yeah. that you can do more things and create different revenue streams. Big facts. So we got this song coming up called Recognized by Eddie Clark. And we'll be right back with the next Faith segment. If it ain't authentic, I don't want it. Now that I got your attention, I'm about to make some shake. Everybody want to be the greatest, but they never want to put in all the work it takes. I ain't even where I want to be. I want to make you think I'm really about to hit these brakes. I'm bringing pressure from the north side. Should have known I want you from the fourth line. You said you're looking for a boss ride. Then you can't refuse, it costs to be that and I'm paying my dues I'm probably getting it while they be on snooze I keep it discreet when I'm making my moves yeah, yeah. Don't like when folk call out my mix That's why I don't roll with these clicks Flow heat like LeBron with the six All of these blessings, just because I made a choice you don't think is legit Now look how much favor I get Now look how much favor I get Y'all in a maze, I changed my life and they called it a phase I used to cook up at Marlin and Raze I could be spit them all in a blaze I'ma be okay with whatever happens to me Long as he's calling the plays I never complain, I know I'll never be the same And he's who I'm thinking I don't need no man's approval I came back and did all of this on my own I don't take no one's direction Except the one that has a seat on the throne They don't want playing on my records Cause I mention Jesus in all of my songs Why they still calling my phone? Why they still call him? I call him. I, I had some people talk down to me, but they can never touch my self esteem. Got the gang with me, you know how we rockin'. Them heads turning when we pull up on the scene. Shardy City, so you know who you are. Don't let them devalue what you can bring. Better recognize I'm a king. Better recognize I'm a king. I can do anything. I'm in for whatever limits my life is gonna throw. First and foremost, I'm a priest, but don't think I won't get up and put on a show. Cut off some people who don't know my worth, and I still never make it a thing. Better recognize I'm a king. Better rap, rap, recognize I can do anything. I got people down with me, do anything. No, they go. <laughs> hey, hey, that was that, that was nice. That was nice. All right, it's time for the faith segment. Yes, it's oh, time for the faith segment. Let's get it. And I want to talk about a very important thing, and I think it's very uh I love to use this this word. You always mess with me. Apropos to what we're talking about. I love using that word. And you be like, what do they even mean? It means, I I, I can't, AP propos. (laughs) (laughs) But for the face segment, we have this statement. One thing I think that is very important for us as Christians, especially in industry and music and business, Mm -hmm. is showing grace to the body. Yeah. You know, Donna McClurkin had this song, we fall down, we get up, you know. We all going to make some mistakes. Yeah. We all going to mess up. We all going to do something that seems so stupid. Yeah. But we got to keep moving. What I want to encourage everyone, one thing I need to do is to stop this little banner from going. But yeah. uh, what I want to encourage everybody about today is this, is that Yes, you're going to make some mistakes. Yes, you're going to mess up, but do not stop. Do not stop. Don't quit. Don't let it stop you. Can't stop. 
Yeah, only people that know my music a long time ago know that song and War Click members. Can't stop. MKJ know it. MKJ probably know it. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> so we want everybody to know that one, we should show grace to people that fall. One thing we got real, real bad in the Christian community is when you see somebody that fall, you just mm, just hit them. Man, why he do that? He's so goofy. Man, don't listen to his music no more. Don't mess an old boy no more. You know he messed up with, uh, you know he did this over there. You know he said this word. You know he did this. We ever think about showing them grace? Mm. Mercy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Grace? You know, we all need grace because these same hands you pointed at somebody else, you got six of them pointing back at you. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And we got to be careful. You got five fingers. Two of them pointing. The other three pointing back. I'm shooting. I'm shooting two hands. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't you be trying to correct me on my show? <laughs> what are you doing? I walk up them stairs and give you a kiss. Anyway, don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. But we got to show grace to the body. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the same rules for marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like it's be times where I know you is mad at me, and you decide, you know what, I'm gonna show grace to him. Mm-hmm. It'd be very few times I'm mad at you. I decide I'm going to show grace. You know, one I, thing, you're inside baseball, this is how I know my wife is mad at me. If she ain't cooking, <laughs> I messed up. <laughs> I said something. I looked the wrong way. I said something about somebody else. I did something wrong. If this lady ain't cooking, because this lady love to cook. She had her own cooking show. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> if she ain't cooking, there's a problem in the Mars house. <laughs> I could just be tired, but nine times out of ten, what I'm is mad. you mad. mad at me? That's mad my, at me. That's my uh, that's my protest. <laughs> Your official protest. My my official protest is I'm gonna make you some falafel. Ain't making you no chicken. So, <laughs> <laughs> but so, in in the spirit of grace, yeah, talking about that, you're right. When you know your fellow brothers and sisters fall they make a mistake you know or whatever it could be a big mistake or a small mistake we do need to show them grace but we also have to show ourselves grace and yeah forgive, oh jeez and forgive ourselves because sometimes again. Again. sometimes we have to show our well not sometimes all the times we have to show ourselves grace and forgive ourselves because sometimes that's the hardest thing to do particularly when you know better and you- <laughs> that's good go ahead keep going and, you know and you know where man i know i shouldn't have done it you know mm-hmm. I, felt, I felt the nudge and the gentle nudge and not to do that not to go here not to call this person don't send that text message come don't on now say that. Yep. Change that email do you know something and you and you don't adhere to those gentle nudges or you are mean or something like that and you you know you say man i'm sorry and you repent but mm-hmm. even though you repent you have a challenge with forgiving yourself you continue to condemn yourself but the bible clearly says there's therefore now no condemnation to them who are in christ jesus and yep. When we continue to condemn ourselves, we don't feel like we're worthy enough to pray. And that's right. the enemy's whole game plan, in my opinion, to make us condemn ourselves. But we don't even feel like, Lord, I can't even come. I know I just finished, you know, watching this or doing that or, or whatever. Yeah. I, can't even, I don't even feel like I can come to you and pray, God, because I'm so unworthy. Mm-hmm. So 
One of the big things that in, you said this, you mentioned this when you were talking. One of the big thing that in, big things that the enemy wants you to do is to shut up, mm. not talk, because that's mm. death and life are in the power of your tongue, yes. and he don't want you speaking life. He don't yes. want you speaking life on yourself. Sometimes we speak self, speak death on our own self. Mm. Oh, I'm so stupid, man! I can't believe I did that. Oh, man, why oh, are you so dumb? I'm so yeah. Like, I'm so skinny. I'm so fat. You know what I'm saying? My nose so big. Why Why mm-hmm. my hat don't ever fit right? You know, speaking mm-hmm. deaf, 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 deaf. Why, and you I, why my hair so napping? Because you ain't going to. Sometimes we can answer that ourselves. <laughs> But for real, you know, a lot of times we speak, we can speak so much death on ourselves. We got to be careful because the Bible say the heart is desperately wicked. Right. Yeah. It always it's always discouraging. It always wants you to just be like, I ain't no good. I ain't this. I ain't that. But you got to get up. You know, a lot of times, you know, one thing that me and Krista do, we do all the time. Every morning we pray. Right. Now, we ain't going to say what Krista do when we pray. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> of America, about my person. Oh, we ain't got no about two two watches. It's all right. That's all right. People go back and look at this. We don't know who all on YouTube. That's all right. You pray with me. You know what? I got my clap back ready just in case you decide to set it off. Oh, you want Facebook? Yeah, out. (laughs) (laughs) That's a side joke. Anybody want to know what that is? Y'all have to uh, message him. Independently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's not for the uh, (laughs) for for live publication, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we as Christians, we got to remember, show our own self-grace, to forgive ourselves. One of the biggest parts of forgiveness is self-forgiveness. Because God forgave you, the Mm -hmm. other person that you need to forgive ain't thinking about you, and Mm -hmm. you may have even forgiven them, but then you can't forgive yourself. Man, I can't believe I did that. Whatever it may be, something as big as, I don't know, blowing a bunch of money is as small as as not turning left when the Holy Spirit told you to turn left. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, you can be so hard on yourself that you self-condemn yourself and you're right. not able to function, you know? So right. we got to be better with that. Now, I have a question for you, Chris. It's something I want you to talk about. Okay. How important is prayer as a way of life? I know you're a praying woman. I live with you. <laughs> and I hear you praying a lot. Prayer is the way of life. It's mm. the only way to live life. With all this stuff that's going on, you better be praying. Pray. Right. And listening, I think that prayer gives you an opportunity to be intimate with the father and get to Mm. know him because people want to say, yeah, I know God. I know God. I hear from God. I know God. I went to church. I went to vocational (laughs) Bible study. No, just because you. Hold up, pause. Why the dance? (laughs) Because that's how people be acting. It's like, I know God. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So people feel like because they read a person's autobiography mm-hmm. that they know them. You could read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, all the concordance and everything else. But just because you read a person's autobiography does not mean you know them. You know about them, but you don't know them. You haven't yeah. spent any time with them to know what their voice sounds like. You don't know what their favorite food is what their favorite color is and even mm. if they told you you said well my favorite color is green there are many shades of green just like there are many shades of blue and orange and 
different things like that you have to spend time with the person in order to really know them and the best way to spend time with the father is through prayer and through reading his word well Crystal, i don't know how to pray all i know how to say is jesus will well yes jesus did will but <laughs> but if that's great <laughs> hey my uncle said he said one time he was in the country and he had to pray over the food he said jesus wept moses slipped and peter fell out the back door step so that was all he knew and we everybody just said amen and went on here and ate but <laughs> but lord have mercy but starting no understanding prayer begins yeah. by knowing the word of god well i mean i what i'm supposed to say i don't know you can start with the lord's prayer in the bible and it's like I learned it in Bible school. I don't feel like that's going to get me anywhere. If you don't know anything else, start by reading a proverb a day. Mm. A proverb a day. Just read one to start your day with. And then I will admonish you to read Psalms 91. Yeah. And pray that in faith over yourself. Read it. When you read it, don't just read it for words. Read it in faith, believing that those words are words inspired by the holy spirit and that they are applicable to you yeah. and read them they become real to you and life to you and they take root in your spirit mm. and in your soul and that's how your prayer life can begin to develop and pray an honest heartfelt prayer god teach me how to pray lord help me to know what what you want me to do what you want me to say and then i'm gonna say this and i'm, I'm gonna shut up because it might turn some people off but hey that's what i'm known for <laughs> if you love the lord you are saved you have confessed jesus as your lord and savior mm -hmm. ask him to fill you with the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues mm -hmm. there's power in praying in the holy spirit it's controversial for some people yes and for those those people who said well that ended with the you know at, at the book with, with the book of acts you know that's not for the church today my question to you is do you speak in tongues if you don't you can't help me because you don't know but for anybody who does pray and yep. speak in tongues you ask them how impactful it is in their prayer life And I said that is big facts. That is big facts. It is something that's very powerful, and uh, anybody can be filled. Just ask the Lord to do it, and He will do it. Yes, He will do it. Read so, we go, what'd you say? I say, read about it. Yeah, it's read about it. It's in Corinthians. Where else is it in the Bible? It's in Acts. It's in, it's all through the New Testament. Paul mm -hmm. did a whole lot of talking in tongues. Mm -hmm. So, Sorry, about I didn't mean to jump off on that tangent, but you yeah. called me on here, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to talk about right quick. You work in the business industry, in the banking industry, uh, for many years of your life. You mm -hmm. have been a, a mortgage officer, and you just moved into a new position in the middle of a pandemic. Praise God! Leveled up, leveled up on them. Woo woo. But what I want you to speak on is on the importance of financial literacy. I want to take some time for you to talk about that. That is your specialty, what you do every day. And she does these money minutes that y'all see, these little one-minute segments that just hit you in the chest and make you be like, mm, I need to get my stuff together. Do you but have just, 
let me see. I got one. Of them. Play that last one. one so, so we're going to do this one on check systems right quick. Now I'm going to let you elaborate on that. Let me, okay. Let me, let, just, you, let me preface it first before you play it. Okay. Play it, play it. So we were talking about getting yourself together. And one of the comments you made about one of the first steps is getting a bank account. Well, mm-hmm. some people are unable to get a bank account because they've mismanaged accounts that they've had in the past and they don't even know where to start. This is some information that may be able to help you. Go ahead and play. Check Systems, the largest provider of consumer reporting for checking accounts, now allows consumers to order their reports online. This seems to be a lot faster and more efficient than the previous mail request options. You can learn what went into the decision making if Check Systems was used to determine whether or not you were able to open an account. If you've been denied an account and Check Systems was using their decision process, this information will help you understand what may have contributed to that decision. You can go to www.chexsystems.com, click on Request Reports, and then Consumer Disclosures. This has been your Money Minute. Have a great day. You had it. Thank you. Yes. So that is, you know, having yourself situated or stable financially is critical for your future. Why? Mm -hmm. It's so critical because you can't even get basic services like uh, your utilities. Some jobs you can't even get unless you have your credit together because they're checking your credit report there have been people that i wanted to hire that i was unable to hire because their credit was not stable that you can show good stewardship over their credit and i think that having stewardship over your credit speaks to your integrity and a lot of times you know we've had issues you know i tried to pay my bills i couldn't do this you know i couldn't do that i lost my job i had back child support whatever and i understand all of those things But there's still something that you can do about your financial situation. One, you can educate yourself. I don't know. Hey, Quinn. I don't know, you know, where you are specifically. But one, you can educate yourself. You can educate yourself about whatever your particular situation is. One, let's say, for instance, you are somebody who's struggling with um, a ridiculous amount of child support that you have to pay. And it needs to be revised or something like that and i'm not saying you know anything about you know women i know you know children do what you're supposed to do take care of your children but because i am a person who had to review people's bank statements when they come in and i see women who receive large amounts of child support now i don't but and not buying not one thing for the child i don't see no charges to children's palace or children's place incredible piece of nothing all i see on the bank statements is mac gucci product they haven't paid anything yeah. you know to do anything for their children so it's take educate yourself on the resources that are available to you father support center reach out to the urban league start yeah. places that can help you to put yourself in a better situation if you have bad you know back medical debt you know mm-hmm. say, i got so much medical debt you know 
got you know i got i got covid and i didn't i was in between insurances i didn't have anything now i got a hundred thousand insurance what i mean in medical bills what am i going to do i don't think i don't see any end to that i can't afford to pay it there are resources that can help you and nine times out of ten they know you can't pay this stuff so create uh payment plans you may be able you may only be able to pay maybe ten dollars a month on a medical bill pay that and be consistent Mm -hmm with it i had mm-hmm. that person with a client one time she had a large medical debt and she was on a fixed income and she couldn't afford to pay it so she paid some people five dollars a month after a while because that was all she could afford to pay and i think after maybe three years or so they just told yeah. they you know you know just erased the rest of the debt and told her don't pay anymore but she i'm gonna show i'm gonna show that i'm sorry to interrupt you i show you I, this son very good nigel said mm-hmm. i'm gonna I'm, uh say it out it took me to file bankruptcy to learn financial literacy. I was blowing money at a young age. Now I'm doing the best to help others. That was such an awesome statement. He need that thing right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me get. Let me get him a. a... Salute to that brother. That is such an awesome statement. It's so important. So incredibly important. I think. You know, I'm feeling led to do this. Uh, you know, me and you, you know, we had a lot of debt mm-hmm. for a long time. We had bad credit for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then up. we got it better. Jacked, Jacked up. up credit. You know, and one thing, here's the secret. One thing I learned to do because, you know, at one point, uh, we were both handling the money. And then at one point I found out as the man of the house, it was my responsibility. If, you know, a lot of times we think as men, like our responsibility is to make all the money. And that's not always the case. Your responsibility is to handle the money and make sure the bills are paid as the man. You can make all the money in the world and not pay the bills. And if they cut the stuff off, it's your fault. Cause you, the man, you're the leader, you're the head, you are the head in God's eyes. But with that, though, with you being ahead, as yeah. well, I had to learn how to submit. Don't crucify me. Don't, 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 don't be cussing on okay. here now. Some women going to cuss you out now. <laughs> you have to learn to submit. Yes. There's nothing wrong with submitting to a godly man that's listening to the voice of the Lord. Now, mm-hmm. I preference that you know, can't be listening to none of these, you know, jack leg men out here. You want to make sure that, you know, that they are doing what the lord told them to do but i think my best blessing in life came when i stopped trying to be miss independent and i learned how to be mrs morris and you know that's that's a mouthful right there (laughs) and that's hard for a lot of women i'm not you know we didn't plan to do no marriage show or nothing like that but Mm -hmm. one part of financial literacy is you got to be one yes Cause see, in the eyes of God, you already are one. Yeah. And one part, you can't get your money straight if you ain't one. Now, you know, I'm not going to tell you whether you should have your bank accounts together or apart. For us, it was better to be together. Yes. And we had to be one in spirit. And then we had to have one bank account. And then we had to learn how to budget that mm-hmm. one bank account. You know what I mean? It's very, very, very important. Hold up. Uh, Deidre say, really? See? Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it was so important to have that one bank account. And this is why I say this, because there's no uh, what you doing with your money over there. Where your half of the bill? Look, we ain't roommates. This is my wife. 
right. You know what I mean? This ain't my roommate. Share the same bank account. Oh. Yeah, we got to share the same bank account. This is why. Now, look, I'm not telling you what to do to each their own. But for us, we had to be one. There was a point in our marriage where we had separate bank accounts. Yes, it was. And, And I was missing. That's when I was misindependent. Right, and our marriage wasn't going that well, mm-hmm. <laughs> though we had plenty of money yep. and was in debt. Now, now, see, that's the ironic thing. Uh, you know, that's probably the most some of the most money we had in the household. And we was in debt. We uh, did the Nigel route. We had to do the route, like my brother said earlier. He had to do this. You know what I'm saying? And nothing changed. Number one, until we became one, we start operating in a marriage as one unit. It wasn't. It's not so much about Chris and not so much about Crystal. It's about this last name, Morris. We yeah. both share that same name. And this is the family that's moving forward, right? And it was hard. Yeah, I'm it's sure. Submission, you really have to be submitted to the Lord. That was the first thing. And once I did once the Holy Spirit <gasps> in my heart, that, you know what? I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> for you you just keep on i got one for you nah it's the truth though it's the truth for real but i had to be submitted to the lord and once i became submitted to the lord and to his lord because i'd already accepted jesus as lord and savior of my life but accepting the leadership of my husband and putting him in my heart and in my mind in his position as my husband and as the head of our household opened up the window of opportunity for the Lord to move mightily yeah. in our lives because it was set up. But sometimes women, I think women, particularly black women, mm-hmm. are the most educated population of people. Oh, yeah. In the world. Very educated. Very educated. Yes. So we got all types of degrees, doctorate certifications and yep. stuff like that. And when we have that and we're making money, it's kind of hard to be like, mm, you know, okay, mm-hmm. I'm balling, I'm doing this, I'm doctor, so and so. I got I get my, I can get my own, you know, it's all the songs about it. I can get my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to dial it back and allow your husband to be what they're called to be, particularly, yes, you know, just. Let them be a man. Let them be right. your man. Let them be daddy. Does that mean to be domineering? No, I'm not. No. But let them love you. Let them chase you. Let them care for you. Yes. Let them let them take out the trash. Let them let them do the stuff that they you know want to do for you, and don't try to make them be something that you want them to be. Let them be what God called them to be. We have to, the man has to be in his rightful position. We have to be in the order of what God created it to be, right? The man and woman, number one. But the order we got to be as man and woman, the husband got to take the lead. He got to take care of the house. He got to do something broke in the house. Bruh, either you do it or find somebody to do it. Mm -hmm. Find the money to do it. Mm -hmm. If the bank account is raggedy, you fix it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And if you need help from your wife, baby, I need help with this. Help me with this. Mm-hmm. But you take care of it. You know and what I'm saying? You make sure that know what's the, rolling your eyes at him talking about right. uh, uh, you supposed to have this together. Well, look, right. you know, one thing me and me and Crystal got married. We were I was 21 and you were 20. We were babies. 
-hmm. we literally grew up together, right? We were best friends since you was 12. I thought about should we share that story, how we got married. And uh <clears throat> you must be trying to work up on time. <laughs> I told <laughs> you this is not that type of show. You called me on here, but, you, but, right now, so. you see that we is married though. I'm legal. I'm legal. <laughs> it's legal. It's in the book. It's in the book. But tell, check this out. Tell, tell, tell. <laughs> but the we're gonna tell the story. We're gonna have a uh before we do the sports, we'll tell the story and then we'll go into the sports. But check this out. So I want to say this for us to get the finances together, because I didn't want to get too far off track. Number one, we had to become one. And I'm not saying you have to have uh all your accounts together and not no separate ones. Like mm -hmm. DJ say this, my hubby and I have an account together, but we also have our own separate accounts. We also do too. That's fine. You got no separate accounts. You got another account with me. Hold on. See, Michael got one. Oh, yeah. But I, that's I told you about Okay. Hey, I, man, I, don't I, let me spin you down on TV. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but so look, so we had this account where we pay everything. And one, the biggest key I learned, once I found out, we budgeted all our bills. We went through the Dave Ramsey thing. Uh -huh. And we did it similarly the way Dave Ramsey. You know, Dave, Dave Ramsey is not very big on credit, but he's uh -huh. big on not having debt. And but to operate in this system, I'm not knocking down Dave Ramsey. You want to get a car, you want to have some credit, either you're gonna pay cash. So it's very important to have credit, you know. And uh, so we decided we want to have good credit. And the best way, once we got all our bills together, laid them out, figured out what the total amount is we were doing every month, and we figured out that we had more than enough to pay that, and we should never be late on nothing. This is what I did. This was my magic sauce. Auto pay. Yes. Because if I leave it up to myself to pay something, I ain't going to want to pay it because I don't want to get nobody my money. <laughs> I don't. You know what I'm saying? So I had to do it on auto pay. Everything is on auto pay. You know what I'm saying? I just know around this time of the month it's coming out. So I don't have to make the decision. Do I want to pay it? Because lots of times we don't want to give nobody our money. You know what I mean? Yep. So I put everything on auto pay. And then as we did it for a few years, mess around. Our credit got good. We didn't even know it got good. <laughs> we just had this long two to three year payment history. Nothing was late from that auto pay. Mm -hmm. Went around, messed around, get a car. And we was like, man, I don't want to put no money down. And we went just to test drive it. And said, well, you take it home. We had a whole, you know what happens when you get a good credit? Your test drive don't have to be a drive around the corner, come back. We got to test drive it the whole weekend. Oh yeah. Bring it back money. And let us know what you want. <laughs> See, you get treated different when your credit good. Uh -huh. Like, and the crazy it's not, part it's a little bit good but like yeah real real good but this is what's so crazy our credit got so good we didn't even know it uh -uh. we didn't even know it so they was like yeah keep it for the weekend i'm looking at crystal keep it for the weekend okay okay if you say that you know so we drove it the whole weekend right mm -hmm. and went back up there and we was thinking about you know because when we got cars before on credit like it take all day Mm -hmm. And it didn't, it took about an hour, right? Yep. And we, we was like, Look, we don't really have nothing to put down. We had an idea like what we might put down, mm -hmm. but we didn't want to do it. So I'm like, I ain't gonna really put nothing down. It's like, Well, this is what you know can be. And you know, if you don't put nothing down, this is what you know can be. And this to be this. Do you want to do it? I like, Yeah, yeah, we want to do it. Mm -hmm. That was about it. Okay. <laughs> like, they was like, Okay, you can fill out this paperwork. And we drove off with the car. We didn't yep. even know our credit got good. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Now I just say same here. Big yep. facts, bro. 
So we just got we got on the on the thing of the auto pay. Auto pay is a savior because lots of times us melanated people, when we get some money, we don't want to give it to nobody. Well, it ain't just melanated people. Yeah, it's all people. Non-melanated and melanated. People, people. You don't want to give nobody your money. That's right. So when when uh so that took it out of my hands where I have to decide Mm -hmm. am I gonna give these people this money or whatever? Because I grew up on the Put something on it mentality. On it. Not me. Um, no. Now see, now that's the thing. Like both our parents did very well, mm-hmm. but we had two different mentalities. I ain't gonna spew my parents down because my mama is on here and she do she do these things. So that we just had different mentalities and we both good now. Your dad is prayer. Yes, that my parents are very anointed. They passed us. But but so we had different ways. So Crystal had a way. Her daddy always had her stuff together. I had his stuff together. Money was always straight. His Her mama would get in trouble for not paying the bills on time because he knew the money was straight, right? And I had it where it was like, yeah, we had the money, but we're going to put something on it. <laughs> Keep it on. Have you ever had them, them payday loans? You know, when you get a payday, <laughs> Quinn, put, put something, something on, on it. it. Facts, bro. Facts, bro. So me, you know, we... I grew up on the put something on it. So my wife grew up in a sense of where everything was done right, decently and in order. So when we got married, what she had as a man, what she expected as a man was like her daddy. Mm -hmm. But what she got was Mr. Put something on it. (laughs) (laughs) And it took about, let's see, I I probably was almost 30 for that put something on it got up out my spirit. You didn't pay the utility bill when we was living in Olive Branch. They cut the utilities off on the Fourth of July. Yes. So on the Fourth of July, <laughs> it was so hot. They cut the, you now. Go back to this. At that time, Crystal had her own business. Was making all kind of money. I was working two jobs, and my lights got cut off on July the Fourth. And you know who fault it was? Me. I'm the man. <laughs> I'm the man. You know, dude, be beating says, I'm the man of this house. Yeah, I was the man in the house, had the lights cut off on July 4th. And I knew then things had to change. You sure did, cousin. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so <laughs> Westbrook said, I thoroughly enjoy auto pay. I'm on my way back. I'm on my way back to that type of financial freedom. Amen. Amen, Amen brother. But Amen. auto pay is a delivering thing. You know what I mean? So to wrap it all up, the word of the day, financial literacy wise, is auto, auto pay. pay. <laughs> Learn how to do auto pay. It can save your life. It can save your marriage. You know, a lot of people get divorced because of money issues. Oh, yeah. I think it's. You know, it's like two the top three things. Okay. Intimacy. We're going to say intimacy. Yeah. Communication. And money, we need, to, up. You know, we need to do a show on sex because I'm gonna shut it all the way. Anyway, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, shut up. See, see, you see the difference. See, I said intimacy, and she just came on out. Sex, you know, I'm married though, you know, it's okay, it's legal, it's in the book, it's what it is. It's it's what it is. <laughs> can be interpreted in different ways, yes, yes. I'm talking about sex. <laughs> and on that note, it's very important. <laughs> <laughs> you brought me on here. Anyway, we want to move on to. You gonna you, you didn't tell the story. <laughs> Let's go. Come on. I know. <laughs> you know I'm to tell you. Y'all Look, 
what that, that man I remember when I was in college, that man was trying to holler at me. He said, Come here, girl, let me learn you how to let me learn you some. We're gonna learn these folks some. <laughs> Baby, look I'm up, look like, up, keep looking up. What? No, nah, you gotta keep looking up. They see on top of your head. I I I'm looking down. I was, I was gonna send you a text, but the watch part on the text, so y'all just heard it. it's all right. I'm playing with my fingernails. But anyway, you're gonna tell people how hey, gotta help these kingdom marriages. I'm trying Facts. to because the enemy is attacking marriages yes and right it's all yes. people on my timeline that's divorced yeah. unhappy and mm-hmm. it's just and don't nobody want to talk about it don't nobody want to talk about it well i got the gift of gab i'm gonna talk about it yeah i'm gonna talk about it but anyway you gonna I'll tell people how we met you're gonna move on to the next thing so this is how we met me and my wife met at church which is a good thing so you know if we have kids, I don't have to say, man, I met your wife at the club. She was shaking that thing. <laughs> no, I met my wife at church. <laughs> so, so me, I used to go to this church uh, in Memphis. We would call it like a, a political correct church. All the dignitaries went to this church. Wasn't no shouting. Wasn't no dancing, none of that. Everybody set up in church and, you know, it was proper. <laughs> right? <laughs> No, 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 no. They like that now. They wouldn't like that back then. When I went there, with no shouting, no dancing, right? Oh, okay. So it's more, you know, more uh, proper. It was very, you know, it's the popular church everybody went to, right? Mm-hmm. And my mama visited this church, and uh, it's a church I was saved in called Grace Christian Fellowship. All my Grace people, if you don't hear what up, GCF, we in the building. Oh, Grace family. So check this out. So I went to, and this was a shouting church, a dancing church. A healing church. Well, the first church you went to was very stoic and right. rigid. Yeah. The grace was. Oh, this is facts, Quinn. Though he say uh, one reason for divorce on equally low yo mm-hmm. Big facts. So, so we went to. So I go to this church, and to me, already it was a culture shock because I ain't see people dancing all the time and all that, and I'm just like, man, what are these folks doing? And at that time, y'all wouldn't believe I had a wave nouveau. <laughs> A big old wave nouveau. Look at all them curls in the back. Big wave in my head. You know what I'm saying? I had a starter cap on. And this little short girl come tap me on the shoulder. Hey, how you doing? My name ain't Krista. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was crazy. And I, first, my first thought, I said, man, she loud. <laughs> That's what I thought. I said, she's short and she loud. She kind of cute, though. Right? And at that point. probably was the first thing you thought you said. That's first. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna leave it at. So, okay. <laughs> so, but from that point on, you know, uh, fast forward, I joined the church. We got saved. My whole family got saved. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Everything got rooted to the tutor. Whole life changed, right? And me and Crystal became friends. We literally became friends, and mm-hmm. we was we were those friends that we was proud of. You know, you, you always got that friend where it's like. That's the friend that I think is pretty, but we ain't got nothing going on. We keep it holy. That's mm-hmm. what me and Crystal was mm-hmm. all the way through college. Like we went to college in the exact same city, yeah. unplanned. Mm-hmm. We just end up going there. That's right. And now this is a funny side note to this story right quick. Since we in here, since we in this lane, right? Why my wife, that wasn't my wife, tried to hook me up with somebody. And I'm just like, we ain't going to say the yeah. name because it's probably your friend. No, no look, listen, okay. listen, but. <laughs> She tried to hook me up with somebody that wasn't my type, but she thought it was my type because she knew I was into music. But it just, it, no, no, no. 
And I was just like, what? I, mean, I was thinking about head. What does, does she think? I'm not attracted. <laughs> but anyway, so that's who she tried to hook me up with when we was in college. So anyway, let me get back to the story. So we was in, we went to college in the same city. It wasn't even on on purpose. It wasn't even planned. And we were friends through college. And you know, we would go out on uh, we would go on eating dates. And we talk about like she had a boyfriend, had a girlfriend. We talk bad about them. Man, they trifling, blah blah blah. We go eat. That's what we would do. We had this. And what we had, you, what we had a little uh, it was like a coffee house called Paris in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We used to go to Paris, and I probably always got breakfast. She got something else, and we sit there and talk for hours. You know, we was good friends, always good friends. Mm-hmm. So I was so proud of this friendship because it was never, it never crossed the line. Mm-hmm. We never even none of we never even tried it, and I think she had the mutual feeling. This mm-hmm. is my good friend, you know. Mm-hmm. From the day she tapped me on my shoulder, say hi, my name Crystal. All these years, right? So I graduate college, I leave, move back home, and uh, I come back for uh, a Bible conference. Me, my mom, and my little sister. And Crystal had an apartment off campus, but she was still in college, right? Mm-hmm. So we come. She said, "Oh, cool." I told her we coming. And she's like, cool, I'm going to cook something for you. And she threw down. I'm talking about macaroni and cheese. I think it was some chicken. It might have been meatloaf. I know it was macaroni and cheese. I know it was some greens. Two things I knew. And it was one thing that I never forget. <laughs> cheesecake. She made the cheesecake that was so fire with a graham cracker bottom. Boy. Woo! Woo! So after the thing... I'm going to come back to what happened while I was there. But after the thing, we driving back to Memphis from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And me, my mom, and my little sister ate the whole cheesecake. Five-hour drive back to Memphis. That thing was gone. It was so fire. Anyway, so <clears throat> me, my mom, and my sister, we go there. And I come back later, and me and Chris are going to hang out. And we just hanging out, you know. I don't, even, I don't even think we watching TV. We just sitting there talking or whatever. And at that moment, I was looking at her, and the Lord told me, that's going to be your wife. I was like, what? So I asked her, I asked Krista, I said, what would you say if I asked you to marry me right now? And, and what, what did I, you say? I said, well, yeah, I guess I ain't doing nothing else. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but, and from that point, we started dating. <laughs> that's when we start. That's how we started dating. But go ahead. So what you say? When you asked me that, you were sitting on that flower couch and we was watching MTV. You was, we was watching MTV. I was in the kitchen watching TV. Okay. And you asked me that. And when you asked me, I said, my response, I was like, yeah, I guess I ain't doing nothing else. And when I said that, yep, Deidre, that's what I said. But when I said that, <laughs> I felt the Holy Spirit at that point. It was like I was watching dishes, but I stopped. Yeah. I stopped watching dishes because I knew something at that point was changing mm-hmm. it was a shift mm-hmm. so i just you know i finished doing the dishes whatever i was gonna do i don't know if i dried them or what but i did and then i went back and sat on the couch and i think we finished watching mtv right your mtv raps or whatever it was and then when you got ready to leave you sat on the edge because chris is tall he's like six feet and i'm short i'm only four eleven so <laughs> five foot and shoes <laughs> shut up <laughs> so I he sat on the couch. See how me could sit on the edge of the couch and kind of like straddle the couch mm-hmm. on the tall part. And I walked up to him, kind of like in between his legs. And when I hugged him, something was different about it was the different. hug. It was different. It was like the scales 
kept it was like oh i was like oh oh fine and i was like oh she looked good like all of it's it's like it was it's like it we couldn't see i couldn't it's like it was almost scales like you couldn't see it before Mm -hmm. because like the intention was just to be friends yeah but this is the thing like so after that that was better than any kiss i was like i felt like i had just kissed her (laughs) and we didn't do number hook and Mm -hmm. i went home and it was like we started dating and basically our whole dating we dated one year and got married but most of we knew from that point on i had already asked her to marry me like that wasn't my real proposal but basically Mm -hmm. we knew we was gonna get married our whole dating process was planning the wedding right there was no falling in love i already loved her that was my best friend Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it wasn't no like it just it went from the uh agape to what is it phileo is that the right one crystal <laughs> it went from the no it didn't go to that that quick don't be lying it went from agape to the in love that i had the hard eyes you know mm-hmm. that quick and then we, mm-hmm. we we dated for a year and got married mm-hmm. we've been married ever since but I really, really think the reason we've been able to stay married so long, because we've been married 19 years, yep. is because we were best friends before, yep. right? So it, I, our friendship wasn't based on this mm-hmm. or her body or mm-hmm. my, my, my swollenness. So mm-hmm. I could gain some weight. My belly can get big. It did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or she can gain weight or mm-hmm. whatever. And I, don't never, I never stopped loving her. Because my love was never based on that. that That's not what made me fall in love, right? I was already loved her. I already loved her unconditionally. So the unconditional love was already there. She said, uh, Ray, <laughs> Rochelle Northern, I'm 411 also. That's Shout right. out to you. Shout out to the short girls. That's right. So, you know, it was... A small package. <laughs> so it, it was never it was never this like uh you know you remember uh that cartoon Pepe Le Pew and he would be floating <laughs> it it was never none of that you know what I'm saying it was always a, a genuine love and that's what kept us and of course I, I loved her and I liked the way she looked and we you know we do all the all the other stuff that's involved but what the foundation was that friendship because if you ain't friends with your wife then what is she if you just fell in love with her because she bad I got a message for you. Things going to change, brother. It don't mean she's going to get totally worse, become more beautiful. But what I'm saying, whatever you saw at 19 may not be the same at 38 and 39 and 40. It may be different. And you that had these high standards may not be what you was at 19. And you better hope somebody love you for who you are. Because if she wanted, uh, what's a, what's a, uh, if she wanted Morris Chestnut, you may turn into Anthony Anderson later on. (laughs) (laughs) You know, with a full head of hair and then your hairline starts back, starts back. You know what I'm saying? And so, that person will have to really love you. You know what I mean? So that's our story. What you, you say? Know, the funny part was you forgot this, and I guess we can move on to the next thing. But <clears throat> when we came home, yeah, and we announced that we were going to get married, everybody was like, Oh, yeah, we knew that. And we were like, Why did nobody tell us? Her mama knew it. My mama said, I knew since Chris was a little boy that was going to be your husband. Nobody, my mama knew it. Everybody knew it. I'm like, nobody told us. All my, our friends, oh, yeah, we knew that. It was like, Lord Jesus. But we didn't know it. We didn't know that my mama passed in December. God rest her soul. I love her yes, so much. Lord. I look just like her. But I remember her telling me, I said, Mama, 
Why didn't you say you knew this? Why you didn't tell me? She was like, because I didn't want you to mess it up because I know you talking to me. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. So that is a peek into the background of me, C. Micah, and my and- wife, C. Mickey. And that's uh that's how we came together. And yep. that is the reason how you can be like, okay, they look so young and they've been together so long. How have they made it so long? Because trust me, Not it ain't all been it ain't all been Gucci gravy times, but God is faithful. He sustained us. And one, you know, one more thing I want to say this: having faith in God is powerful yes. to keep your marriage because yes. you have to stand for your spouse when they're not where they're supposed to be. And at some point, you may be the one getting stood for. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So, like, you may have been like, like I went to Bible college. So, it's like, I got out of Bible college. I'm like, man, strict. I can't, ain't no music, don't no television. You ain't watching no nothing. You know, I was all like that. But then it became a point where I had to be stood. God, God I mean, Krista had to stand for me because I started falling back. You know what I'm saying? I started not being as on fire as I used to be. Now look up, my wife is just flaming, just not the funny way, flaming for God <laughs> in the name of Jesus. You know what I mean? So iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. So we went through, you know, we ain't we ain't have no horrible story, but every marriage is gonna go through some stuff. They yeah, gonna go through. If you've been married for any length of time, yeah, you're going to go through something. But God is faithful. So faithful and cleave to his word yeah deviate from it keep it before your eyes and the midst of your heart and it sounds so cliche but you yes, know it does but all week when it comes time forward if you do what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. if you you know take you know if you spend time in the word when you you know when things are going good when you actually need it it's gonna show up in your heart and oh, it's yeah. gonna, you know it's gonna you know bloom and blossom for you where you'll be able to pull on that word yes. for strength and encouragement not only for you but for your spouse your family your children or whomever definitely so with that being said y'all know our backstory for uh the mars family this is how god brought us together and he has kept us for a very long time yes he's so faithful he is so faithful so we're gonna move on to the last segment of the night the sports segment but i got this song called the call by an artist named Camden, and it's very, very good. It's very, very good. I want y'all to watch this video. This is a, uh, it's right. neat. It's neat. Check it out. Non-melanated brother. We had two non-melanated brothers that's been banging around here. What was the name of that other one? The Batman song. The bat. Uh, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne last week. That was dope. I gotta say that one again, though. If you, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. We finna play this Camden. This song is called a call. Check out this video right quick. <laughs> It is our love around here. Oh, no. That's how they know it's round here. Oh, no. Ain't no living dumb around here. Yeah. Reason that the devil never come around here. Oh, yeah. We on the rise, going way up, you know. What? I got a kind of can't hang up the phone. Taking this shot, not a layup for sure. Y'all been asleep, trying to wake up all no. Oh, no. Blowing up like my phone. You ain't gonna block my call. That's all God. Mad that your boy got yours. You ain't gonna cap my growth. You gonna have a bad time trying to attack my soul. Why you trying to hack my code? Bounce right back, then I preach like Malakalos. I got no account on my walls. I know what can count on my bros. 
I know what you count on my guy. We on the rise, I can feel it deep down in my bones. No, we ain't about to plateau. We gon' blast off with this back dog, and you gon' see how that go. It's my whole squad, some dogs. That's Father Son, Holy Ghost. Hey, it is our love around here. Oh, no. That's how they know it's around here. Oh, no. Ain't no living dumb around here. Yeah. Reason that the devil never come around here. Oh, yeah. We on the rise, going way up, you know? What? I got a kind of can't hang up the phone. What? Taking this shot, not a layup for sure. Y'all been asleep, time to wake up all now. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Told you I'm good, I don't need you no more. Don't play with the devil, I kick down a door. Don't play with the haters, you reap what you sow. Okay, they said they fake, bro, they ain't no way. They could be rappers who preach this face. We on the rise, man, it's day to day. With the 808, it's a great okay. I got that side that like camping. I showed it a guy when I can, man. God got me straight out of the sand, man. They switch when I'm watching like Ben 10. Be so hard, now I can't dance like chitty, 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 bam, bam. No puede jugar con el gran plan, ni siquiera sabe que yo cantan. It is our love around here. Oh, no. That's how they know it's around here. Oh, no. Ain't no living dumb around here. Yeah. Reason that the devil never come around here. Oh, yeah. We on the rise, going way up, you know? What? I got a kind of can't hang up the phone. What? Taking this shot, not a layup for sure. Y'all been asleep, trying to wake up all. Yeah. Man, I wish y'all could see us in the back because I can see we we all like this, throwing bowls, showing our tests, and we ain't got none. <laughs> just, 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 they had some swag, man. Them dudes were dope. Some swag. I like that. Yeah. Playlist. What's that? I said, I want to make a playlist. One day we're going to try to make the Not the Same Podcast playlist. I'm going to figure out how to do that. Put some people oh, that on there. That would be good. Queen. Yeah, that would be cool. Family came experiment. And love is that arguments become just full of energy discussions when you're married to your best friend. You just know what? You get to a point where you said, I ain't even finna argue with you. What we gonna eat? We do that so many times. <laughs> it's like we'll be arguing and we just look at man. Or or I'll be like, Ain't you tired of being mad? I don't want to be mad no more. What we gonna eat? We ain't gonna break up. We're gonna be together. We might well get over it. Yep. <laughs> Go find something to eat. Let's go find something to eat. So now it's time for the last segment of the night. It's the Wait, because I done broke down this man's money and everything. I done counted all his money. So, I know some people that ain't sports fans. If if not, just just bear with us. Check this out. So, there's a football player from Kansas City, Missouri. They just won the championship, the Super Bowl this past year, named Patrick Mahomes. This brother got signed for a 10-year. Hold up. You said you broke it down. You got the numbers, baby? I sure did. He got four numbers. Four hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh. Your contract. Woo. So if you divide four hundred and fifty million, talk to him. By, let's see, ten years. Yeah. What? Forty-five million, and you divide that by twelve months. Mm. That's like three million dollars. Three million seven hundred and fifty. Three million seven hundred and fifty. Well, I mean, I did that wrong. That's a whole lot of money. Oh. <laughs> All I can say. Yeah, I'm just like, Bruh. man, what would I do with this? I'm thinking about, you know, a lot of it is going to be ate up by taxes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to pay trainers yeah. and, you know, staff and have people all around you and stuff and take care of your family. But, oh, I saw this on Twitter. Now, this is, oh, is if your kids don't listen to this joke, but it was hilarious to me. It was a picture of a, uh, it looked like a condom. And it had a needle, somebody putting a needle on it, and it said Patrick Mahomes girlfriend right now. <laughs> you, know you know what? 
because uh, she finna you know secure what? that bag because that brother is I'm gonna trash. be straight for his kids and grandkids and uh, uncle, brother, cousin, them, all them. If, and look, if he plans and he has a good financial planner, because I would hope yeah, so. There's so many people who make money like that and they yeah. go within the first five to ten years of retirement because they don't have a plan. Right. I pray he does because he got so much money, you almost you ain't gotta have nothing but a one percent plan because it's gonna be hard to mess up four hundred and fifty million dollars. And I think it's guaranteed like a hundred and fifty, even if he get hurt. Oh. Bruh, bruh. Like if he get hurt tomorrow and his ankle just what you say? We ain't got no relatives. We ain't related to him no kind of way. <laughs> I mean, he got some brown, you know what I mean? And we got we got both both uh races in our family. You Somebody know, gotta be an uncle, brother, cousin to him. So right. You know I mean, bro, just drop me one million. I'm straight. Matter of fact, you give me about five hundred thousand, I can flip it. I'll make it work. <laughs> make it do what it do. <laughs> so the thing is, what? is that that is awesome. Uh what you say? No, nothing. I'm just saying congratulations. Um, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. all your hard work. Big congratulations. Off. Matter of fact, that brother deserves one of these. <laughs> Big salute to that brother, because Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Jesus and a financial planner. You sure do, because yeah. sometimes when you get money like that, it, it, it can go to your head. People say, money, go to your head. I, money ain't going to change me. Yes, it will. Oh, it can change like, real quick. Change, like real quick, because you'll real start quick. I remember at one point in time, I wasn't even looking at prices for nothing. I was just going to pick up what I need and went on and said, well, you just walk up my Yeah, but I wasn't being smart and being a good steward of my body. Well, I remember that time. We ain't going to go all the way into the store, but I remember yeah. you was in Vegas and was in the Gucci store and they had bought the, I remember you had bought the purse and it was it was, it was too many zeros behind there. It was like, <laughs> well, I'm in Vegas and I was just like, you remember what I want- you told me. I don't know what I told you, but I'm just so glad. Whatever it is, I guess it worked. You said, what the, when you asked me when my flight leaves to come home, and I told you, he said, and you said, well, you better make sure that person ain't with you on the plane. You better take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I was, ooh, ooh. Anyway. fire. We running out of time. I'm going to, uh, the next set, the next part of the segment, can the Lakers win the championship? What do you think? Do you think LeBron and his hairline can get him <laughs> and his magic hairline i know it's a lot of lebron fans i actually like lebron but is he gonna get the chip is he gonna win the championship baby i don't know if he gonna win the championship but this is what i this is what i feel like lebron is probably saying let me see if you can hear it okay am i the greatest show sure, yeah. am i the baddest no, no, no down around this town yeah i heard it lord have mercy help my wife i think that he probably could i think that they probably can win it yeah. do i want them to win it Nah, i'm tired of it. i want somebody else i want some fresh blood i want some you know i want some new kids on the block but yeah. with this whole bubble coronavirus everything going on you know who knows i really think it's up for grabs but i think that the lakers probably have the, the best thing yep i think i think their big i think their biggest threat is the clippers Kawhi, silent assassin mr robot him and pg paul george pg 13 i but think they, they on their team get sick then what they gonna do if you only really got oh you ain't know 
four. You what? ain't know that LeBron, Paul George, and uh, Kawhi all gonna sleep in bubble wrap. <laughs> Hey, that was a that was something on Twitter where it was uh what's dude name uh tall dude from Philadelphia with the hair, Joel Embiid. Mm. Joel Embiid had a whole hazmat suit getting off the bus. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I don't mm. blame him. I pray. I really. I plead the blood of Jesus of all them players. Cause I don't want nobody nobody out there to get. It. I hope they be wise and smart. And I also hope the Grizzlies do good because look, I'm sorry, this whole this whole screen is Grizzly fans right here. And we ain't got no shame about it. I'm sorry, John Moran is the truth. That's right. But Zion is great though. Zion is great. He is awesome. But I also like John Moran. I'm sorry. That's for my team. But Salute. this is what we were talking about when we were talking about the bubble. Okay. You know, I don't know if they really thought through this whole bubble. Okay. Okay. Because sending them to disney to work in a bubble in a highly populated area mm-hmm. i just don't think it was smart i do not think it was smart it's since they knew, yeah we did talk about this you're right, right if they knew from january february or whatever that this was a possibility i felt like they should have better strategic planning boop, boop, boop. i'm sorry better strategic planning hey, y'all on camera what is I'm you doing? Sorry. i'm kidding i'm kidding go ahead you call me on here you know. <laughs> All right, I got my clapbacks ready. You wait. Okay, okay. Oh, you want? <laughs> so I just don't think that I don't think that they really thought through it. Right. I think that they could have went to a more remote place like a Nebraska, Iowa, uh, yeah. South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, or something. Somewhere, something yeah. like that, and really built up a really remote area with housing quarters. They could have built a facility or used some kind hold of. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a million dollar idea. So we're gonna say for so the NBA, if you see this, we gonna we want a little bit of royalties and we need about 20 stimulus payments, something like that. We want residual though. Don't don't give me don't I don't want to cash out. Give me give me something to live on. Give me something to live on because this is a great idea. Go ahead, baby. I want something to live on and I want courtside seats at every single playoff game. Mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. I can't say nothing about that, but let's go. Let's go. But I think that if they had have had a more a, a better strategic plan and more of a community development mindset, they could have right. had a remote area where they got some tax credits or something mm-hmm. like that and built up some, you know, living quarters or housing quarters, built up some kind of like the Olympics do when they come into town. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And just, you know, and let them stay there and really get that, you know. Clorox have this thing that you could spray down where you can yeah. use it for schools where they could mm-hmm. have a bunch of them where they could spray down all the facilities, make sure everything was good and make it nice for them. But nothing and just have, you know, just a really condensed group of people, a condensed group of employees and pay them folks well. Yeah. Pay them well and do like an A and B schedule where you'll have build up that community. Right. Build up the community, but have, you know, one group of workers that work on week A and then group B work on the second week or something yep. like that. Rotate them out so that you can slow the spread, your opportunity yeah. to spread and just and build up the community at the same time. And then once the uh tournament or the season is over, just say, you know, every year we're gonna do training camps here or we're gonna come back or we're gonna do something like that and have like three to five exhibition games or whatever. Yeah, something like right. that. And then you know it that would have been smarter than taking them to doggone Disney. 
because they got employees and stuff that they gonna have to test and them folks right. want to their families right like, what are they doing I don't that that was one failure i think they did with the one failure they had with the bubble i think the bubble is very very good it's probably the best plan any sport get right now i think mm-hmm. but the one failure they had they should have made the employees stay in the bubble it's like look we're gonna pay you extra bonuses you gonna stay in this hotel too so yep. we can totally control the environment but yep. they didn't i pray everything goes right the last thing we're gonna say before we get up out of here is uh the mlb the uh major league baseball association they just can't get out their own way first of all when <laughs> you know what was that movie with that dude called can't get right that's the mlb right life, now life yeah mm-hmm. mr they like the can't get right league right first of all it took them forever to agree on something mm-hmm. right they was the first ones they could have had this whole thing going during the whole quarantine they could have been playing they got one of the best sports the social distance baseball players the social distance anyway you ever watch a game Look how far away first base is, the second base, the third base to the outfielder, the shortstops, all of them at least about 15, 20 feet away, right? right? We stay in a city with a big baseball team, the St. Louis Cardinals, very, very popular team worldwide, right? Go Cardinals. You got a shirt on right now. Got a Cardinals shirt. Go Cardinals. We rock with them, right? (laughs) So what's so dumb is like they already having problems. So they go back, they start doing training, and they got the cheap knockoff test. They get the they get they got the test that we get, right? We gotta wait four or five days to get a response. The NBA test, they know like in two hours. Why in the world in the, the uh major league ba- baseball has more money than the NBA, right? Nope. It's an older sport, they got old money in it, right? Like, why would you not do that? But the players association and the owners hate the hate each other so much. They are shipwrecked the season. They don't even care. Like it's just, it's crazy. And like I feel like if Major League Baseball mess around and strike again, it's gonna be a wrap. I don't care how much old money they get because NFL is king. But you know who right after the NFL, the NBA, they gonna mess around and get skipped. You think the NBA is right after the NFL? I thought oh, I thought baseball was like America's favorite sport. So I No, it is. No, yeah, you're right. So right now, what I'm saying, right now is the NFL, probably mm-hmm. uh Major League Baseball, then the NBA and everything else. But okay. I'm telling you, if Major League ba- but for oh, young people again. Okay. But for young people, it's really NFL, NBA, then baseball. Mm-hmm. A lot of baseball fans are like 50 and up. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Cuz it's a lot it's not like remember we stayed in Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. You ain't see nobody outside playing baseball. But that's because we're not a baseball town. I mean, we got the well, Redbirds, but which is a, which is a subsidiary yeah. of the, of the uh, Cardinals. But it is, it it's is. just never been a base. What I'm saying, like, you could play basketball with three people. You can't play baseball. You need about ten people to even play baseball. Yeah. And I'm not hating on baseball. It's a very popular sport. It's good. But what I'm saying is, that their dealings is not. They're just not smart. They're not smooth. You know, they just can't get right. You know what I'm saying? It, they, you know what baseball is like? It's like a dude that's right. Like they had his polo hat on, a Nautica shirt, some Jordans, and some Adidas shorts. It's like everything is right, but it ain't fitting together. <laughs> that's baseball. Just discombobulate. Everything ain't brand, but ain't nothing going together. Like, come on, bro. What is you doing? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. anyway, anyway. Can't get right. Can't get right. But we went past our time. We try to go, try not to go over an hour and a half. We five minutes over, but we had to tell our story. We wanted the good people, all our followers are not the same podcast, to know about 
me and my wife, you know. Yes, 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 yes. She is so okay. much more than a money minute. She is my queen. And we want to wrap this thing up because I ain't got hunger. And uh hold on, let's see. Brother <laughs> Dwayne Hagan. Uh-huh. America said it's pastime. Just to quote people use because at one time it was. It hasn't been this in a millennium. You think so, Dwayne? Bro, brother, that is big massive facts it has not been america's pastime for a long time i need i need some facts on it how you figure because i don't understand because baseball is uh the demographic of the viewers of baseball are like older our parents so like if your father was still here you know my dad they would watch baseball right but basketball's following is uh thank you accidentally muted yourself uh, let me try to get you back. It there you go. You back, huh? It wasn't an accident. I was looking at something. Oh, okay. Anyway, baseball was put this way. I ain't gonna go all into it. It's for older folks. I ain't saying it's younger people like my man. Uh, my brother from here. I, I can't remember my brother's name right now. But anyway, he know he know what I'm talking about. He uh he like baseball here. It's a lot of people like baseball. Yeah, but it's it's more popular. Uh, basketball is more popular like worldwide you know what I'm saying but baseball is popular too it's just not the same but the, one of the main reasons they had so many strikes and like people don't rock with you remember NHL was big and they kept having those strikes and people like man I'm done with you I ain't dealing with that and yes this is facts Dwayne this is facts you muted yourself again this is facts Dwayne uh, a lot of young black people don't really watch baseball you know they the really really don't black people don't really watch baseball but everybody watches football and basketball this is true this is true. That might be, but you have to you saying that, but you have to look through the lens of who who is everybody to you. How many friends? I mean, what does your circle of friends look like? Because my circle of friends watch bas- baseball, they watch soccer, they watch hockey. But that's because you know I have a really diverse group of friends. So, granted, my I'm circle of friends and my circle of friends in St. Louis watch all that. My circle of friends in Memphis watch basketball. And football, yeah, that's just it. But hey, to each his own. Baseball can come back. I ain't saying baseball is dead, but if they have another strike, it's gonna be a problem. I'm telling you, people are gonna be (laughs) done with them, they ain't gonna be trying to deal with them no more. Uh -uh. But we came down to the end of the show next week. We'll probably have our brother Rob back, might have a guest, might not, might be just us. I don't know. We're gonna keep it moving. We need everybody. If you're watching us, if you're listening, on shout out to all our podcast listeners. If you got a podcast on your phone, find not the same podcast. Even if you ain't yeah. gonna listen all the time, give us a follow. Give yeah. us a five star review. We need it. Help yeah. support us, uh, melanated people trying to do something nice, <laughs> trying to do something positive. You know, we're trying to do this real, real uh, educated in a professional way. You know, so we need to follow us. If you got a YouTube, follow us on YouTube. Look us up on YouTube, not the same podcast. You on Twitter, look up hashtag not the same pod. Find us on Twitter. We need some Twitter followers. If you're on Instagram, look up not the same podcast. Everything is backslash not the same podcast. And you can find it all on the website. POD, right? What's that? On Twitter, yeah. On Twitter is hashtag not the same. Well, you ain't got a hashtag, but you can go not the same pod and you will find us on Twitter. We need your support. We like your support, but I say this all the time. I really, really appreciate everybody watching. I appreciate y'all making my wife feel welcome. 
Uh, one thing my wife does not have a problem with is talking. She has the gift of gab, and it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's got it got her to make a lot of money doing her job, being able to talk and being able to communicate with people. But I thank you, everyone, for welcoming her and uh, enjoying this show. We had a good time, baby. How you feel like you did? You, I think you did. All right, I'm gonna give you a gold star tonight. I ain't got you. You gonna give me a gold star? What else you gonna give me? I think you did very, very good. See, 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 this is why we can't have you on all the time. Cause you, it's single people on here. They're gonna be messed up. They're gonna be looking for a husband. They're no, gonna be in a, they gonna pick too quick. Don't pick too quick. Let the Lord lead you on that husband. Pick too I'm quick and be, be like Son, Son Johnson said he's trying to be a stumbling block. His nickname is <laughs> We gotta get Sean on here one of these times because this brother is goofy. But uh <laughs> like I said, we thank everybody for watching. We appreciate it. We're gonna get something to eat in a minute and uh until the next time, next week, same time, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Check us out. We need y'all in the building. But until next time, we out. We thank you. I am C. Michael. You supposed to say. I'm C. Mickey. <laughs> and this has been Not The Same Podcast. We out. About our father's business, prime mode. Filled with his Holy Spirit, that's a cheat code. Holiness the standard, we never fold. We about to make a scene, episode.